0: Welcome to it. Brand new week, and we're joined by a very special guest today, but we'll get to him here in just a second. Bruce, how are you? Healthy and alive. Fantastic. And after his 9,725,874 updates, GP, mm-hmm. how are you? How dare you? I, I Did you Did you say my gender? <laughs> <laughs> did you I'm assume sorry. my gender? I'm sorry. I, I, I did I misgender
1: <laughs> you? Excuse something?
2: me, it's ma'am. It is ma'am.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. You got to
1: correct. I was just wondering if you had assumed that you got to correct because you need to know. You didn't ask me how I felt before the start of this conversation. I'm sorry,
0: GP. How do you feel today?
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> just yes. Bad. Y- okay. Yeah, yeah government. Speaking bad. of government.
0: Yeah, I think doesn't Bruce have something about the government? Yeah, I tell you what, go ahead and start yeah. us off. Go ahead and start us off. You tell you what, you guys were you guys were going on back and forth here before we started. He was telling I've us got, how much he loves the government and how right. effective the government is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with uh, handling every given situation. Uh-huh. they I've got some mm-hmm. things on the government today uh, in several different aspects. We're going to talk about COP twenty six today. We're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit of Hunter Biden today. Uh, we're gonna. It, it's gonna be kind of a recap, but not really. There's some new stuff that's come out about uh, his. Uh, Hunter got some new crack. His, his art his showings. No, 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 no. See his his art showings. And since since you and I were talking about art on the phone the other day, then I thought I would clue you in as to what's going on here. Mm. Also, we can talk about these extinction rebellion people that are throwing themselves in front of traffic mm-hmm. that you don't know anything about yet. Uh, and then we got some mandates and stuff we can talk about at the end. I
1: called them speed bumps.
0: Speed bumps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Um, government's bad. OK, so let's uh, let's start with that. You guys were having a discussion before we started about what the government actually does right.
2: Um well, more specifically, it, what, of us what of does anything. the government, what does the government produce that is good, that is beneficial to Nothing. the populace? What what do they provide? Um, what allow people
1: or... that do not want to contribute to be able to survive in our current economy. They're very good at that.
2: OK, but, so the, uh, again, the, the, the caveat I, is that it has to be a good, okay. uh, something that. good
1: to who you did not say good to you but to me that's a fair point
0: that's a fair point we're less than five minutes in and we've already got a a a really uh circular discussion (laughs) that's going on that's not going to have any kind of a solution to it port of los angeles you've heard about all the ships that are out there that are uh stuck off the coast that can't get in because i guess the ships are not vegan or something and then the trucks aren't vegan so they can't run so
1: it's that's a new guy at the port. Uh <laughs> the new guy the Ernie, port. <laughs> Ernie Anders. And he's got a he's got a motto. Being in a line is a good thing. It's a good thing. And and they're and they're
2: just following suit. That's all it is. That that means there's there's product available for the people. See that so you know, mm-hmm. being in line to get the product, that's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, see,
0: you guys got that all wrong. Uh, the White House press secretary, mm-hmm. unfortunately, she just tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, so she's out. And uh, she says that because uh, she had the vaccine, her symptoms are, are very mild. So um, she's still able to. I've, I
1: think you misread work. that. She to outdo Joe Rogan. She got COVID-21.
0: Oh, I see. OK. And yeah, OK, <laughs> yeah. so that means that she's not taking the horse dewormer. Got it. Got it. No, 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 no. Yeah. She's taking the horse snaker.
2: The yeah, de-snigger. <laughs> yes.
1: right.
2: See, the the thing is, she's probably taking the exact same things that Joe Rogan took because it wasn't mm-hmm. just ivermectin that he took. He also took the mm-hmm. uh, w- w- what's the brand name? I forget what the name uh, brand name is, but the uh, monoclonal, monoclonal whatever wobble yeah. yeah. Thank you. And he was taking what was it? Um, he got uh,
0: zithromycin. Z- and so, Z- yeah, old Z yeah. pack and everything else. Okay. So, but she cleared all this up. She said that the reason that those ships are out there is because uh, there's so much demand and people, the the United States people are working so much, they have so much money uh, that they're spending that it's
2: causing this backlog uh, and and things like that. I didn't realize that we 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 the the news agencies and and, and the I didn't realize this was a CCP. I didn't realize that. I'm also being facetious. That's that's the level well, no, of this you had, nonsense. You
0: had it right. You had it right. They're enhanced. Yeah, they're, they're enhanced. Yeah, true. Yeah, the port of Los Angeles faces worsening uh, supply glut, up to 170 cargo ships stranded off the coast. But that's okay because they're going to charge every ship a hundred dollars a day for every container for every day that they're out there. That's uh, <laughs>
2: that's
0: that's the way they're going to solve the problem.
2: Great solution. That 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 will totally solve the problem of having containers out there. In fact which actually it will. It will solve the problem Cause because then the, the companies will be like, OK, we're out. See you.
0: Yeah. that'll, that'll get
2: rid of the problem.
0: The, the reason I'm telling the story, we did talk about it briefly last week, but the reason I'm telling the story is because you're in here, GP, that is your native uh, home. Uh, you, you're a, you're an L.A. expat now who is in Florida mm-hmm. who has got a governor now who said that we've got 15 deep water ports. Come on down. We'll unload you. Love him. He is. He just goes against
1: the great <laughs> Whatever it is. He's just like, you know what? The people are responsible for themselves. Let them make their own decisions. And you know what? And I'm going to help them make their own decisions. Why don't I bring in stuff? Yeah, I, we've got. Yeah, Florida's got lots of ports. It would be great. It's just getting across the canal there will be a problem
0: the, since, the uh, chinese control yeah. that are, are probably say that it's yeah you know, it's it's unavailable you know you, you can't get through it because Currently. of some strong wind or something
1: no i think most of those cargo those ships are chinese so they want to drop off their products well
2: that's a fair
0: point
1: so i
2: think yeah
0: that's
1: a fair they're, point they are going
2: to want to get out there yeah uh-huh yeah that's fair well uh, but isn't the product already technically purchased yes the products the already paid shipping for. of it already been so they don't really yeah. care if the product makes it or not at that point because it's already been
0: refunded there's refund there's yeah uh, you'll uh, have to go to the chargebacks and everything that, else but and then the out. the the uh the retailers that are waiting on that product obviously their warehouses are not going to get restocked so what are they going to do uh well the shipping companies are going to process or pass that on to the importers the importers are going to pass that on to their final customers the retailers and then the retailers are now going to pass that off on to you the consumer so all that's going to trickle down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Can we survive another three years of this? No, we. We're not even a year into this. No, a
1: year into this, and it's with a new with the new presidency, and we're having
0: problems. Big go back better. Yeah, you know what? The, the whole build back better thing—it's like that. That's just that. That's complete. That's complete hogwash. Through and through. All that is. That's a. I, I don't want to say that's socialism. That's a, that's a Marxist slogan. And the reason it's a Marxist slogan is because the way that it's presented, you didn't do well enough the first time, so we're going to do better. That's what they do. That that's how they play the game. No thanks. I, I don't want build back better. I want build it back the way that it was before you ruined it. That's what I want. No, but I, I guess want, that's too. I want long.
1: build better. I want build better. Period. Build better. We can build be better, better. and we build at home. We can. Build do it at it. home. Exactly. You know what will fix those ships? Made in the USA. Exactly. Exactly. Fix I, our job issues made
0: in the USA. Completely concur. Then we can worry about the, the ports not opening around the rest of the world when we're exporting our goods, which is what mm-hmm. we used to do. That's what we used to do. We, we guys... still
2: ship quite a bit out, but it's not oh. as much as it used to be.
0: Do you guys, let's, let's have this serious discussion. Do you guys think that vaccine passports work or don't work? And I'm being serious. Define work. I know. OK, legitimately, the way the government wants them to work. Excuse me. The way that well, they're working the way they want them to work. Legitimately, the way they tell you that they're supposed to work. Let me put it that way.
2: So no. it will reduce the spread. And re- yes, yeah.
0: yes, that's what they tell you. Do you think that they're actually working? No. Uh, uh,
1: yes, for Alpha. Yes, for Alpha. Like two of the strains of Alpha. Yes, for one Delta strain. Yes. For Mu, Epsilon, Lambda and three other Delta strains, no.
0: Okay. There is a report that's out. Uh, that's a, a leaked government report. Finds that vaccine passports actually increase the spread of COVID. <laughs> I, I I know it's it's tough to to learn that the government actually can't produce. But that,
1: working see, that's a generic service. way of saying it. It it, it promotes the spread of this. If it was say it was a Delta variant that's completely resistant, and completely unaffected by the vaccine, and there's several of them already. And those, yes, the passport would be completely ineffective, and it would assist the spread of that COVID. Let's get a little more specific when we say COVID. The vaccines work very effectively against the alphas, very effective, but against Delta and its and further v- mutations and variations, no. So, and that's okay. where we need to get people to truly understand how these things work. And, that, and nobody wants to take the time and, and understand that. That, yeah, your vaccine is great against alpha. I I will not deny the science. I'm not going to be one of those people that says, oh, my God, whatever. No, it works. It works well,
0: but the problem is, is but, that we're well past alpha strains at this point. Alpha, you know, we're yeah. two years and in alpha
1: wasn't, yeah, you know, and alpha wasn't as, as severe as say delta. You know, so we've seen in households delta affecting immunized and non-immunized. And if you did not tell me who was what, who was vaccinated and who wasn't vaccinated, I wouldn't be complete. I would not know who was who because they were all the same. Except there's for the a, people that, except for the people that were working, a couple of people that work in there that, you know, work around that area. So, but they were, a, uh,
2: they had been previously had already gotten out alpha before. There's papers out now that are showing that the research is showing that people that are vaccinated have the same viral load when it comes to the Delta variant as someone that is unvaccinated when they get infected. It, it, it There's no difference. So, in other words, the vaccines, as you're saying, does not work against the Delta. It doesn't do anything.
1: Types of which Delta, though. There, there's multiple yes. deltas. So,
2: unfortunately, when they go and talk about this and we see the papers on this, they just say oh. Delta variant. Or they don't give us the actual number. That's the problem.
1: Yeah. And that it's deliberate misinformation It's both sides playing a game of let's keep everybody confused and make lots of money on it because one, we're making advertising dollars, getting one person to hate the other person. And then we're making vaccine dollars and we're making money on ivermectin. They're, they're making money all the way across the board, period.
2: (laughs) Ivermectin, Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: But at the same time, <laughs> yeah. But at the same, I, I agree, they're making money on both ends of it. But at the same time, they're also destroying the monetary system in the process. Of it will,
1: okay, 20, so you're saying 2019, we weren't looking at an economic crash.
0: I think in 2006 we were looking we were at looking a reset. Looking at, yeah, in 2006 right. we were looking at an economic crash. The problem is, is that they bailed it out and they should have let it go. Yeah, and this is the best way to fix it right now. They're they're
1: using this opportunity to fix it, not fix it. Um, I think we need to reexamine. He's, it. It. he's right. He's right. That's right. Yeah,
2: he's right. Fix, yeah, it. He's
0: right. Fix, Fix it. it. Yeah, sure. Yeah.
2: That's true. Yeah. Depends on your perspective. Their perspective yeah. is this Their is fixing it. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. Exactly. They're, they're fixing it to make With sure that only they operate and everybody else doesn't. And yeah, you're going to do what they what they tell you to do. Uh, according to this report that was compiled by the Department of Digital, Cultural, Media, and Sports. Tell me this isn't a government outfit. Introducing the scheme could actually have the opposite intended effect. As in, I think that it's doing exactly what it was intended to do. If certification displaces some fans from structured and well-ventilated sports stadiums, this could lead them to attending unstructured and poorly-ventilated pubs instead, where they will have access to more alcohol. To have access to more alcohol in a pub? Oh, goodness. I never would have guessed. Evidence from the Euros Championship, you know, the European football championship. Uh-huh. Uh, evidence from the European uh, football championship showed spikes in cases associated with pubs, even when England were playing abroad. Uh, is is that the one where they had the stadiums that were actually full, and you know, you had guys like Pierce Morgan up there, you know, cheering and everything, and then he was calling for social distancing and everything on Monday morning when he was back in the in the uh, the film studio. Yeah.
2: Um. So this is why we have to lock down again and not allow people into the pubs. And this is why mm-hmm. we can't allow people to move around freely without the proper uh, paperwork or uh, COVID tracking app on their phone to ensure that they stay within five kilometers of their home.
0: You know, there was a, there was a, a country that got hacked. You, you were talking about this, uh, this being a privacy concern. And I was reading last week, mm-hmm. the entire nation. Think about what I'm about to say. The entire nation... Of Argentina, they all have digital IDs. The entire nation had all of their IDs hacked and stolen and put up for sale on the dark web. All of them. Can you imagine that? One person went in, backdoored the system, and stole an entire nation of identification. Just because he was the president of the country, <laughs> and he had a whole <laughs> yes. team. Yeah, he was asking for Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> But that—that's the thing. Speaking of Hunter Biden, let's get into what we'll talk about him in a second. We'll talk about him in a second. I know you want to get there. We'll talk about him in a second. But that's well, thats this new dealer. I heard what? Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> This—you you have no idea art, what, what we're art about to talk dealer, about. dealer, arts dealer. What were you thinking? Right, right. You have <laughs> no idea what we're about to talk about with that. So you, you're not far off. Um, this is the security. This is the security concern, though. Is exactly what you mentioned, uh-huh. Bruce. Is is that is uh, these things are are nothing but uh, but a security concern. And the governmental bodies that propose them say, "Well, wait a minute. Um, well, no, it's it's secure. It doesn't have any of your information on there, and uh, and it's just going to verify whether or not. Well, uh, well, then what's the point? Then why have them? Why create an entire infrastructure?" if it's not secure, you're going to tell me that the same governments that can't manage a hot dog stand are the same ones that are going to now manage your ID, your health records, your bank records, your educational records and, and everything else. They're going to handle that. These people can't manage. As I said, they can't manage a food stand at all.
2: Yeah, um, this is uh, my argument to the uh, question that was asked at the beginning of this. What does the government produce that is good for society? Um, A corporation or a number of corporations can provide you a product and you go with which one that you like the best or that, you know, produces the best product or does the best policies. Whatever your intentions are, if you're more concerned about where they're putting their money, you you can can pick and choose.
1: Corporations can also go with what's most convenient. I mean, you go on Amazon, you may be able to get a better quality screwdriver elsewhere from a convenience store or somewhere. Is this, is this, but a, is it's this more a jab convenient
0: to go to. Is this a jab at me? Absolutely. Absolutely Is, it, is this a jab at me that I was I complaining about? I would never
1: th- bring was, up
0: $300 screwdrivers. A $325 screwdriver. Sorry, sorry. You're three hundred and twenty-five dollars screwdriver. <laughs> that I did not buy, just so everyone's aware, I did not buy. It. Yes, but how
1: long did you hover over the buy button? Yeah, we know. <laughs> it's been a few days. It's been, it's been a few days. <laughs> We know. But no, it's a convenience because if, if uh, corporates came corporations came out and they were bidding for your, say, Social Security or whatever it may be, people will tend to go with the, what's the most convenient. doesn't mean it's the best
0: product. True. But corporations, but though. They, they care and about, in all things. Yeah, but, but corporations care about two things. They care about – first and foremost, they care about their bottom line. And second right. – so no payouts equal <laughs> yes <laughs> equal but, profits right. But second, what corporations also care about, they also care about the reputation. So if if they have a, <laughs> well, I, I think that they do. Even the companies you that can are doing buy a this- reputation. Well, that's true. But even even these companies that are doing this whole debauchery with these uh, these vaccines, Pfizer and and Moderna, these companies at the end of it, I mean, they care about their reputation more than they do about their profits, because if their reputation is half an inch above whale crap. Have you tried (laughs) to deal with cellular companies and their customer service representatives? Yes, I've talked to uh, to to Dave over in India. Yes, I've talked to him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah i I talked to peggy i can't even do the accent right
2: now to be fair with uh the arguments the problem with having a bunch of corporations providing a product and you choosing the best one that fits you is that you have to be educated and well-informed yes that is the problem because as we're seeing now we can't even get well-educated and informed populace to vote in uh i don't know the the most popular president in american history i mean just as an example that's what our informed and well educated populace We're produced. only
1: given a cho- we're not given a choice they hand select their people whoever they are give me a name
2: we had 50 um, people to choose from on on the 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 right aisle mm-hmm. we had like 50 people to choose from and we get some disheveled dude that gets into office I mean, uh-huh. disheveled? I, 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 I disheveled don't have any. Such a,
0: that's such a derogatory yeah. term, Bruce. That's such a derogatory term, disheveled. I
1: think he's kempt <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Let's get it. Let's just go old English. Come on. Ready? <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you get the words hurt us me most.
2: That's what our population produced is my point. The, the last two presidents, the last three presidents, four, five, six presidents. I mean, you, you could keep going back. and Oh, in yeah. You stop at Clinton. Elected. See how you are. Well, I, I did say you can keep going back. But, you know, yeah, even Reagan had his problems. I mean, the, the only president that I really like uh, uh, of the last, what, 100 years or so is Calvin Coolidge. Oh, I was going to say, if you don't say Calvin Coolidge, you're fired. Yeah, that, that's the only one. Everybody else is... Uh,
0: I like
1: Jimmy Carter. I thought you were... Uh, honestly, he knew Bruce. who he was. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. He knew who he was. Yeah. He's like, True. I am a simple man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> to be to be fair, Bruce, I thought you were going to say... I, I uh, will say whatever they tell me to. Yeah. To be fair, Bruce, I thought you were going to say uh, Woodrow Wilson. Uh, that's that's what I really thought you were going to say. Mm,
2: was, mm. uh, was Woodrow Wilson. This, yeah. Yeah. Current I, I thought, <laughs> president. This current president is Woodrow Wilson 2.0. <laughs> And he is the most liked and voted for president in American history. Uh huh. Yeah. Sure. And he's also mm-hmm. cognitively
0: not there. Speaking of uh, speaking of the president, uh, I guess we should move on to his. Um his son, uh, Hunter Biden.
3: Was that your laptop?
0: For real? I don't know. Uh, See, he doesn't know. He he doesn't know if that was his laptop. (laughs) He's gotten into the art business. Uh, We discussed this a little bit last week, and I've got the clip of, uh, I just so happen to have the clip of uh, Tucker that's queued up here. We'll get to that in a second. Hunter Biden had his first art showing, and he sold five pieces at 75,000 piece at his first Mm -hmm. showing. Well, he had a quiet showing, uh, a second showing that was in a that was really quiet in New York this time around and you could only get into this uh this showing By special invitation? Well, nobody knows how you could get one. You had New York Post art critics trying to get into it. Again, we'll get to that here in just a second. But I want to kind of I want to kind of tee it up with this. GP, you've got friends that are in the art business that that are Mm -hmm. like artists. And I'm sure that, you know, you probably know critics and everything else because it's an entire industry. It is very difficult for them to find work in the last couple of years, isn't it?
1: Uh, to find work. Okay. I mean, they're, they're an not artist able- continues his trade, buy his trade whether he's hungry or not.
0: True. Okay, that's true. That's true. But I guess uh, the point I was trying to make was is that they don't have the luxury because of everything that's been going on with COVID. They don't have the luxury of having these uh, showings in these galleries anymore because the galleries have largely been closed or they've been put in regulations on. Mm-hmm. They don't have the ability to reach out to people that would patron these galleries to recognize their work and appreciate their work, sell their pieces or or whatever. As much as before. Correct. Right. So my point is, is that this guy who's just out of nowhere is now selling stuff that's more appreciated than picasso i'm not joking his latest piece has gone for more than a pablo picasso an original signed pablo picasso painting uh if you can actually believe that and i think I, honestly i believe that that's insulting uh as somebody that uh, that appreciates art uh fine art and, and appreciates the work that people put into it i find that really insulting
1: it's also a way of mon- uh, laundering money yes i was and i was getting ready to say
0: funds. this okay, is money so- laundering through and through uh, and just so happens, it turns out that that's exactly what this is, and we'll get into that in a second. But I wanted you to catch this piece that Tucker Carlson did last week on his latest showing. He sat down with a uh, with
4: a uh, with an art critic from The New York Post. when she tried to get in to the gallery. So, again, let's say you were a crackhead through your 40s, made a lot of pornographic videos, mostly of yourself, of your genitals covered in M&Ms, and then once you got to your 50s, decide, hey, I want to be Andy Warhol, I'm a highly paid pop artist. You probably couldn't do it unless your dad happened to be the president, that's how Hunter Biden pulled that off. According to the New York Post, Hunter Biden has sold five of his finger paintings for $75,000 piece, And now, of course, he's trying to sell more. Why wouldn't he? So Hunter Biden's art show just opened in Soho, which is a decrepit neighborhood in New York City. Miranda Devine is a highly non-decrepit columnist with the New York Post, and she attempted to visit Hunter Biden's Soho art show and live to tell the tale. Miranda Devine joins us now. Miranda, thanks so much for coming on for your intrepid (laughs) reporting venture to the art show. How'd it go?
3: Hi, Tucker. Well, unfortunately, I wasn't allowed in. Um, I did try, but there was a very nice security guard out the front called Theo who uh, said that I had to have an appointment. Now, I did try to make an appointment. I emailed Georges Berger, who's the gallery owner, and uh, I asked if I could have one of these exclusive viewings of Hunter Biden's paintings. But unfortunately, I got no response. So um, in the end, I went across the road to another art gallery, very high end art gallery called the Martin Lawrence Gallery, and there I found that they have beautiful paintings by Picasso and uh, Marc Chagall and Roy Lichtenstein and so on, and they are cheaper. You can buy a Picasso, a signed Picasso, for $400,000, which is cheaper than Hunter Biden's $500,000 paintings. So I think possibly that the people who are paying insane prices for Hunter Biden paintings are not not really doing it for the art.
4: I wonder how many actual artists, talented people who've slaved away for years with no recognition and no income have seen this, decided to give up and jump off the Triborough Bridge. Any any news on that? (laughs)
3: Well, it's interesting you say that because one of the um, other gallery owners uh, along that street in Soho in West Broadway uh, that I knocked on the door of to see if they had any thoughts about it was saying, well, he had just been talking to an artist about the fact that, uh, you know, Hunter Biden is getting enormous amounts of money and this other artist has slaved for years to try and make a living with his art. And uh, everyone's scratching their head and thinking it's very curious. And obviously it's only because he's his father is president. That's the only reason that people are buying it for the notoriety and potentially for the influence. Because, of course, we know that Joe Biden is partial to a bit of influence peddling in his family.
4: Yeah. Well, when your dad's president, you get superpowers. Maybe Hunter Biden will invent a new vaccine next. It will be required to take. Who knows? You never know. The sky's <laughs> the limit when your dad's in power. Miranda Devine. I- Money laundering, GP, wherever would you get such an idea like that? Sorry, I,
1: I was on a phone call. I, 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 I don't know what I was thinking or saying. I uh uh-huh. I have to agree that he's the greatest artist ever. Were you speaking to
0: Georges Bouget,
1: who was the gallery owner
0: <laughs> of the, the gallery in Soho?
1: After a strong consideration I've realized the error of my ways. Uh yeah, it's uh there but that's not every artist and I don't want anyone to think that Every artist, is, no, of is in on that kind of scam. No, of course, course. not. No. But it is like coins. It's it's a it's
0: a great way of covering up where money has come from. Yes, Bruce, you want to say something before I get into the
2: uh, the juice uh, of the matter? Well, I, I just want to remind uh, everyone that um, this is the same individual that um, had those dealings in China and uh, Ukraine, mm-hmm. and just so happened to also share an account with. His father? His pop. Yeah, his, his pop. Mm. Isn't that what he says? So, yeah, his pop. I mean, uh, granted, d- 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 fair if uh, my parent or grandparent were in the state that Biden is currently in with dementia, uh, and I am their caretaker, that's not an uncommon practice to have in a shared account like that so that they can manage the money that comes fair. into that individual. That's so uh, under a f- normal circumstances, I would not bat an eye at that. However, these are not normal circumstances. This has been um, reinforced. Enhanced. Well, just so enhanced, yeah. It just so happens that uh, a billionaire megadonor
0: is at the center of the Hunter Biden art sales. <laughs> it's just, I'm sure it's just a coincidence. They're saying that this is entirely possible, that this could um, be a, uh, something called an ethics concern, Uh, Or or something to that effect. Mm. Uh, Something like that. Yeah, there's something about ethics there. No, nothing like that. Yeah. No, no, can't Uh be.
1: Ethics is only for the other party, whichever that Uh may be.
0: Uh, Well, wait until you hear about the uh, type of ethics that this person has from their past business dealings. Mm. A billionaire with a history of using art to steer donor cash and support for the presidential campaigns of Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden is at the center of the recent Hunter Biden art show. (laughs) You couldn't make this up. It was a bad movie script. Uh, An art, fashion, and entertainment enterprise of billionaire business mogul Moshi Mana, named Milk Studios, hosted a Hunter Biden art expedition in Los Angeles on October 1st, where the president's son... And his manager, George Bougier, who is was the, uh, the gallery owner of the mm-hmm. place in uh, Soho, New York, there, uh, entertained a crowd of about 200 potential buyers. Mana's Mana Group website at the time published the list of Milk Studios as a business enterprise in its expansive portfolio. I'm, I'm sure that there's no conflict of interest there. I'm sure there's no ethics violations there and uh, anything like that. No. No? I mean, when you're supporting no. the likes of uh, of Hillary Clinton and Joe Biden both, and then, of course, you're supporting the son. I mean, you're, you're buying and, and giving money to the, the, ex- the exclusive one-of-a-kind pieces that he's creating. GP, you don't look impressed.
1: I'm just thinking of their constant considerable rants over of like, we need to help the common man. How much? $500,000 for a painting. How much art? Could have been bought by really talented individuals and not used as a bribe. But I didn't say bribe. I said it just he wanted to spend some money.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, along with making personal donations, Mana has a history of leveraging his power in the art world to support major Democratic figures. You mean to tell me that this is something that goes on all across the Democrat Party? They do money laundering through art? Really? Art galleries? And that was GP throwing a chair across the room. Uh, in in disgust. Yes. according to FEC filings, Mana contributed over 115 thousand dollars to the Democratic National Committee and the Democratic political candidates around the country between 2015 and 2018. Mana most notably was a key donor and helped strategize on behalf of Hillary Clinton's 2016 presidential campaign. After huddling with fellow Hillary donors at the 2016 Democratic National Convention, Manor received national attention when he offered to donate $2 million to a charity of Donald Trump's choice if he released his tax returns. Uh-huh. Now we know where that was being pushed from. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Two weeks before the 2016 election, Manna co-hosted a Hillary Clinton fundraiser where he auctioned off hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of art from his personal collection. The art in support of Hillary was the event's name, and the Hillary Victory Fund is what it was raised for. Uh, also served as the presidential campaign candidate's birthday party. Well, this guy's all over the place, laundering it all through the uh, uh, through the art art business. That's just that is that is. Duh. I mean, we knew that that was something that they laundered money through. I mean, I told you last week there was a jar of pickles here that had some crime scene sta- tape stuffed in it, and that sold for a million dollars. You're telling me that that's not money laundering? Come on. Come on. I mean, I don't know what else to add to that. It, well, there's there's one thing. There's one thing we can add to this. And this might have something to do, as odd as this might sound, this might have something to do with the ports, because we were talking about the port thing. It might have something to do with the ports. Uh, Bruce, who's our current transportation secretary? um,
2: I'll be nice. Uh, Buttigieg.
0: Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, and he said that it's, it's entirely possible this could go on for years because people aren't vaccinated. Right? Right. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, it turns out this guy, uh, Manna with his milk, whatever milk industries or whatever it is that he's, he's got there. Um, he also supported Pete Buttigieg in the democratic primary. Once Joe Biden was announced as the democratic front runner. Huh? i I'm I'm sure that that might have something to do with the fact that he's actually in the cabinet in a key position that will affect public policy.
2: Just a guess. Well, and it plays to their current narrative as well because he's he's
0: gay, so it plays to their yeah. But we're not. Yeah, but that's identity politics. I mean, we're we're in the era of identity politics, so we're just checking boxes. I mean, that's that's all that does. Yeah. Yeah. All right. uh, That's that's enough. The R stuff. Yeah, it's a giant money laundering operation. It's just it's truly disgusting. All right, let's get into COP twenty six private jets. The, the elites have them. Yeah. Leading the charge was Jeff Bezos. Going, into, I, I'm going to try and do this with a straight face. Leading the charge going into the COP26 in Glasgow, Scotland was Jeff Bezos in his not too expensive, only $65 million golf stream. And it led a parade of 400 private jets into the climate conference. See, it's for your health. Yeah, excuse me, it's it's for the climate. Well, it's for your health, for the health of the planet, right? For the health of the planet. Private jets swarm into Glasgow for the COP26 emit more CO2 than the entire country of Scotland in an entire year. Think about that. Think about that for just a minute. These sorry bastards shuttle their fat asses into this climate conference where they toast $1,000 a bottle champagne And spit it out half the time. They're up there eating the finest food, staying in the finest institutions, not a vaccine mandate in between any of them or any of their staff. You've got 20,000 so called political leaders up there and their staff that have shuttled themselves in on all these private jets for the climate. Yeah, it's for the earth. You saw the motorcade of Joe Biden today. What was that, a half Mm -hmm. a mile, three quarters of a mile long?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? There was a lot of cars there. Uh huh. Just for one guy. Those. They weren't those, you know, newfangled electric cars. That was the uh, beast style um, SUVs that you could tell were armored and were no longer the two ton vehicles that they previously were now five tons because of the extra additions. So, yes, they, they were gas guzzlers.
0: 400 private jets are due to disgorge their car. Yeah, disgor- disgorge their cargo uh, of world leaders and business executives for this event. In doing so, they will dump thousands of tons of CO2 into the atmosphere. Joe Biden's Air Force One, a heavily modified Boeing 747-200 is expected to touch down in Scotland later today, which we saw his motorcade already, which he had, you know, the short hop there from Rome. He was down there with Prince Charles. Uh, which he also had a giant motorcade down there and a giant uh, jumbo private jet to shuttle his his sorry behind up to uh, to Glasgow there to uh, to give a speech on the stage. Now, listen to what he had to say. Right. Listen to this.
5: So my plea today is for countries to come together to create the environment that enables every sector of industry to take the action required. Mm hmm. We know this will take trillions, not billions of dollars. Right. We also know that countries, many of whom are burdened by growing levels of debt, simply cannot afford to go green. Here we need a vast military style campaign to marshal the strength of the global private sector. What? With trillions at his disposal, far beyond global GDP, and with the greatest respect, beyond even the governments of the world's leaders, it offers the only real prospect of achieving fundamental economic transition.
0: Okay, so we need a military-style. What what was that? We we need a military-style campaign put together to marshal the. Uh, the governments of the world that are incapable of dealing with this. So what? We need a larger body like, I don't know, uh, the United Nations maybe to deal with it. That sounded like what he was making a plea for, to be honest. See, the governments of the world and nation states, not only do you not have the capability to do it, you can't do it alone. You don't have the money to do it alone. It's going to require trillions, not billions, as if we haven't spent enough of this money already. Who's going to pay for that, Charles? you going to give up your family fortune that you stole. you going to do that. I think that's a good place to start. Lead by example. How about you stop flying on all these private jets? Well, see, people like him don't have a choice, right? Isn't that what John Kerry said? Who dined at Windsor Castle last week with Bill Gates and Her Majesty and Charles. Yeah, he was standing in that line. See, people like him don't have a choice. They have to travel like that. I say, what makes these losers any better than you or I? I I'm sorry, I'm not going to sit here and be dictated upon high from a member of a family who, quite frankly, we're sitting here having this conversation. I don't mean any offense to our our UK listeners, but uh, we seceded from that family. So I find it rather insulting that we have to sit here and we have to listen to some blabbermouth like this ramble on about a bunch of stuff that he has no idea about. Charles is not a scientist. Have you ever seen those videos of him standing at Windsor Castle with these lavish dinners where you've got Lord Rothschild throwing his two fingers into Charles' sternum, talking down to him while Charles has his head down? That's who's really running this. Is the finance heads behind it. It's going to require trillions, not
2: billions. Well, then why don't you get them to pay for it? Why don't you get the banks to pay for it? Because it would be your money. They would be paying for all of that with your money. They they wouldn't be paying for it. No one asked their them to funds. N- no one asked them for their currency and their credit. Yeah, but many people have their money, their retirement funds, all of that stored up in those companies. If we were to mandate that those com- those those businesses pay for it, they're going to use all the people's money that's stored up there to pay for it before they'll go cut into their profits.
0: But you don't have like th- 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 this is one of the things we talked about when the three of us sat down. We talked about the Green New Deal. The kind of money we're talking about here is a hundred trillion dollars just in the United States alone. Yeah, that currency doesn't exist around. The it world. doesn't exist. Like if
2: you combined all of the currencies in the world, that doesn't exist.
0: It, it, it does. It does not exist. And that's just for one country. To do this whole green revolution nonsense that these these crackpots are talking about?
2: We already met what the uh the Paris Accord. We already met that and raised it another 23% just by our own changes and whatnot. The problem is we're not making advancements in technology, we're not making things more efficient, we're not making like going from coal to nuclear, we're not doing those kind of things. The problem is, is we're shipping out our manufacturing to other countries. So In their arguments of trying to make things cleaner, they're not. They're pushing it off on another country like China, who doesn't have any restrictions, and they produce the same amount of waste. In fact, in many cases, more waste because they don't have the same kind of regulations. So instead of innovating and and progressing forward, they're just passing laws like uh, we're going to find these um, uh, ships that are importing goods instead of solving the problem itself, getting people there working at the ports to unload those and then have it transported to the locations, instead of having something like that in place, they're they're deciding to, to, to ship things around, move it around, and, and you're still producing the same amount of pollution. You're still causing the same problems without any solutions.
0: You know, you and I were watching a farmer in the UK discuss something similar to what you're describing. Here's a guy who is started his own farm. He's got grass-fed cows. And he says, I can do all of this. I, I can I can create the product. I can send it to a slaughterhouse a couple of miles down the road. I can get it in the stores, you know, his own shop. And he says, I can get it in other stores. And I can get it on someone's plate within a 10-mile radius at minimal cost. Yet the British government has just done a deal with the Australians to do corn-fed uh, beef out of Australia and ship it halfway around the world for the same price how on earth does that make any sense how, how is that
2: environmentally friendly uh, on top of that you also have the the taxes and regulations and uh the the, the fees and trying to get the permits and all Import, that kind of stuff export, that makes it all that stuff yeah but that's what makes it so expensive to do it on the home front instead of importing it, it, it it's a it's a uh it's just government's bad okay
1: well there's also agreements between governments That, hey, I'll buy your beef, you buy my corn. Hey, you buy my cars, I'll buy, you you know, your motorcycle. There's a lot more that goes on to it than just a cow. Okay, that's a fair point.
0: That, that's a fair point. But if you're trying to cut down, we're, we're strictly talking about carbon emissions here, right? Because that's what these idiots are talking okay. about. We're strictly talking about this. If they're indeed wanting to cut carbon emissions, and believe me, eating beef and everything somehow is tied up into all this stuff, because they talk about cow flatulence and all the rest of it. I say that these people opening their mouths at these climate summits, that's more CO2 than we need to be tolerating anyway. Uh, so I think if they want to start with cutting carbon emissions shut up but again just one man's opinion you know
1: if every single one of them stopped driving cars uh uh-huh. and using electricity we would be at the point where they would want us to be um, on our carbon emissions yeah
0: yeah each yes, one of them no they speaking y- up
1: no, yes each and one no of the ones that are speaking up
0: yes, yes. and no i i'm i'm a I, i'm I'm a believer in the fact that uh electric cars are and believe me I, i've been I've been driving one I said uh, no cars I yeah I, Okay, Mr. Pre-Colonial Era.
1: <laughs> I'm referring to only yeah. the people that are cl- these, the climate activists. All of these people that are supporting the climate activists and all the people that are saying they need to do these changes. Just those people did exactly what they're saying they're supposed to do. We would be in the position... Of where they said we should be, but the thing Just about those people,
0: yeah, I, I I'm inclined to agree with you. But the problem is, is that these electric cars that they're advocating for, mm-hmm. that they want everybody to have, but first and foremost, that's control. That's oh all that my is. god, that's it's, it's, it's terrible. But you're ta- it, yeah, you you're creating more of an environmental impact by manufacturing and selling those cars and putting them on the road and charging them than you would be if you were. Uh, driving just a a petrol car. I'm I'm more in line with uh, with the hydrogen method. I mean, I know we've talked about that many times here before, but if we're going to go uh, if we're going to go green, if you, you want to call it that, if we're going to go clean, if we're going to get away from petrochemicals, let's do something that works that has a positive impact on the environment, not a negative one. The lithium that you make these batteries out of, the lithium and the nickel, and then you turn around and you plug them in, well Where does the electricity come from? I mean, the the wind and solar does minimal at best. You're talking less than 4% of an overall country's uh, power grid can be powered by wind and solar. So you're moving the emissions from all different places and you're putting them in one place. You're you're creating the same amount of of emissions. They're gaining control out of it, nothing else.
1: It's a control factor and it's the money factor because we know that if we did thorium reactors, we would have plenty of power with minimal global impact. The lowest actual impact on the planet, but we
2: don't. To top it off as you were saying about the electric cars if they do the mandates like they're wanting to do and have everyone drive an electric car we don't have the power grid to sustain that number one so most of the power still is generated by coal and gas very little of it's made by nuclear uh the, there is what is it like eight percent or so uh of the country's power uh, the u.s as power uh, something something like that it might be a little higher it's been a while since i've seen the figure but nonetheless very small portions of the power is is made by nuclear uh, or even of wind and solar. And the problem with wind and solar is, as we said, the manufacturing processes of the solar panels is very dirty and the batteries. But then also, uh, they're not recyclable. Neither the wind turbines or uh, the solar panels are recyclable. Um, they end up in some landfill somewhere. Yeah, those chemicals are not something we want to put back into the ground. But hey, two. How are those vehicles you're going to have to ramp up electricity generation? Where are we going to get the electricity again? Yeah, that's right. Coal and gas. That's the only way to do it. On top of that, we're already seeing the price increases of gas. It's skyrocketing. So what do you think is going to happen to your electric bill when you're mandated to have an electric car? Um, You think it's bad now, especially with these uh, the pipelines being shut down, the the, you're not being allowed to drill in places like Alaska or uh, canceling any kind of new drilling in states, you know, the public land and whatnot. They're canceling those contracts. I mean, they're they're, they're canceling all that you're going to have to start importing again and prices are going to start skyrocketing again. I mean, I hope you liked paying four plus dollars a gallon at the gas pump because it's going to keep rising. If they keep down this, keep going down this road, and I don't think fracking will pull us out of this one because they're canceling uh, any contracts that you had. So
0: yeah, let's talk about the uh, the people that uh, like to sit in the road. GP, you've heard about these Insulate uh, Britain people, yes? have just recently within the last hour (laughs) you have okay so basically these people go out and they block traffic so they'll they'll go out and they i I don't know it's like a spin-off of these extinction rebellion people they like to go out and sit in front of traffic and then they like to stop the traffic uh they they want people to like they want them to stop driving their cars and they want them to insulate their homes or something i i'm I'm guessing Mm -hmm. that's that's what their thing is here they're they're called um They're called Insulate Britain. So basically what they'll do, uh, GP, they'll go out and they'll sit in traffic like this. So they'll just go out and they'll stop traffic. okay, and they'll cause a traffic jam. People get out and they'll start screaming at them or whatever. And then others will go out and start dragging them out from in front of these uh, these cars. The police have now said that they're going to start charging the people that drag them out of the way with assault. And 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 this is what people do. How on earth does this get people on your side to your cause? This is what these people have, have stooped to. The ones that are in there that are advocating for this climate uh crap that they're doing, it it spawns and creates groups like this to go out and do this.
1: But underlying there is a message that we do need to clean up our planet.
0: Well, I look I, I, I'm I'm with you that you know we're we're gonna go down the whole road of this toxifying our planet stuff. I'm not yeah, <laughs> I I know. But I don't disagree with these you. These people that.
1: are definitely. I wouldn't agree with you. that They're going about it the wrong way.
2: Well, you know what these guys' demands are.
1: Uh, fried chicken for everyone.
2: Fully, they want to. They, they want shut to down. fully fund. They want to fully fund and take responsibility for the insulation of all social housing in Britain by 2025. This is okay. obviously the UK, and they're wanting the government to take responsibility. They want to have a. Uh, Legally binding national plan to fund and take responsibility for the full insulation and retrofitting uh, with no externalized costs of all homes in Britain by 2030. Okay, so two main demands.
0: Okay, so it's literally when they say
2: insulate Britain, they literally mean they want to insulate people's homes. They literally mean they want to retrofit and insulate homes, which was a component of the Green New Deal here in the States to retrofit everything and whatnot. I'm not yeah. against that. I'm not either. But the, the the things that I'm against is you cannot mandate it on a government scale to go in and retrofit those. If you want to pass new building code that any new structure meets these agendas, fine. But you want to go after it and, and use taxpayer dollars to go in and basically remodel people's homes? No.
0: Um, yeah but okay so what
2: what's the point like this
0: this one here this this is the group that's now popped up it's the same group right the the, the same message and everything this is the same group out of the u.s are they asking for the same thing then this is the one uh, these are the ones from new york that stopped the uh, the Uh, traffic on the fdr and the upper west side highway
2: do you know what group they're with extinction rebellion okay Uh, extinction rebellion is is about uh Uh, Sort of the same thing, but they're not, Uh they don't have a specific agenda like that, that they want to insulate all of it. Yeah. yeah, Okay. So they just, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm seeing what their demands are.
0: Extinction Rebellion. They want a complete shutdown of everything. I mean, all this environmental stuff. I mean, these are the people like gluing themselves to like roads and gluing themselves to hospital floors and, and trains and and jet airliners and all the rest of it. I've never seen Extinction Rebellion stopping traffic though. Mm -hmm. This is the first time I've seen that. Of course, I've never, I've never really seen Extinction Rebellion operating in the United States. Uh, but they're now starting to to waft their way over there. I mean, I guess it fits along with the the, the loony agendas coming out of the uh, uh, the uh, uh, the Democrat Party and all the rest of them in the U.S.
2: It has to be a it has to be a spin spinoff because Extinction Rebellion is uh, it's UK based and basically mm-hmm. their demands are just uh, they want climate and ecological emergencies. So basically a so everything um, in cop 26. National health emergency basically. Yeah. Everything in cop 26. Um,
0: everything that Charles is talking about, a military style whatever, all the rest of it, you know, that's that's okay. So extinction rebellion is the militant wing of the climate stuff. So would
1: yeah. you would you rather have all these homes refitted or well, more than all that. the pork that all the politicians are spending?
0: It's, it's more than that though. it's it's more than that. It's not it's not as simple as I mean, so insulate Britain, the one the one group out of the UK. This is a, this is in New York what you're seeing now. Mm-hmm. This this is a different group in New York uh, that are calling for all of this uh, th- this uh, complete overhaul. See, there's the Extinction Rebellion flags right there, and there's that's the
1: Seventh Infantry Division's symbol right there. That's the
0: Seventh the Infantry Division. <laughs> yeah, right.
1: Yes, that's the Seventh uh-huh. Infantry Division's uh, badge right there.
2: Uh
0: huh.
1: United States Army.
2: Yeah, U.S. Army. They they want to basically eliminate greenhouse gas emissions by
0: 2025 do, do these idiots I, okay, understand so, like do, do they know what that means did they, are did,
1: they also going to eliminate themselves correct that, okay thank you
2: Th- thank you so in all of this i don't disagree with the general sentiment i would like mm-hmm. as GP has said i would like to reduce our uh, global toxification right i want that yes. to be a thing i want to reduce that the thing is, is putting these mandates in. Okay, they're they're saying that this is an emergency. This is a crisis. Basically, life is all is going to become extinct in nine years. That that that's the arguments that they're putting forward. When all the climate scientists, the ones that are that are doing the research, are saying, look, in like a hundred years, we're going to see like two degree warmer temperatures. Like it's it, you might see some weirding of weather and whatnot, but it's not going to be a catastrophe. You know, I I would rather take the risks and try to produce better products and make things that are more efficient without destroying people's lives and livelihoods. And, you know, we need to maintain the idea of uh, uh, life years uh, as well as lives, right? So you can't go in and start making these changes. People lose their jobs, their livelihoods, and that cuts on their life years because then what if they don't get the proper healthcare? Uh, nutrition, you know, those kind of things, does that shorten their lives? Or just simply the stress of trying to find uh, a place to work to make money to survive? I mean, those kind of things, I, w- I want to mitigate that as well, too, because... Yeah. yeah, but you're
0: talking about, like, sensible, logical things, and the people that we're dealing with are criminally insane. They're not logical-thinking people at all. Like I said, they're insane. When you're doing all of these things that, that you're talking about, you're actually trying to preserve someone's life and someone's liberty and someone's happiness. How dare you, sir? Yeah, where's Greta Thunberg, by my name? How dare you? But... They want everybody so desperate and so confused and turned around that you're too busy trying to navigate everything inside of this system and this hell that they're creating. All you're trying to do is figure out how to stay alive rather than mount a resistance and fight back against that and get rid of them that will get rid of this problem.
2: Yeah, the, the, this, this whole stance that they're taking that uh, we're all going to die and we have to make we have to take action now. This is a don't let any crisis go to waste. This is them trying to grab control. Um, if they have control of the markets, they have control of you, the individual, and they're doing it from, I don't know, uh, let, let's, let's uh, toss in COVID or your health status. Um, let's toss in uh, your economic um, or, or, excuse me, your ecological impact and then um, your compliance to governance. Let's just throw all those together. You'll be a slave to the government at that point or whoever the government is claiming to be. You'll do everything that they say because they'll have everything. They own everything at that point. And while they're doing that, they're making bank because all of their investments are in uh, companies like Tesla or uh, battery manufacturers or solar panel or whatever they, they get to do the inside trading before the bills pass. It's just a, it's just a control scheme, just a money scheme. That's all this is. All right, let's end on a fun one. GP, you've heard about? Let's go, Brandon,
0: um, the race car driver who is. Yes. Well, yes everybody
1: the, is celebrating over all, yes. all over the, the country. Yeah.
0: No, the uh, world all over the world. Yeah. The Italians. The, world, yes. the Italians uh, were were protesting this weekend, COVID stuff. And as they were protesting, they were chanting, let's go, Brandon, as they were marching through the middle of their cities. Uh, the Australians, as they were protesting COVID sanctions and passports and things this week, they were chanting, let's go, Brandon, as they were walking through, <laughs> through their cities. Uh, so it's, it's safe to say it's, Why it's spread. Why you wanting to say, screw our president? You know, just as well as I do, that the United States, we set the tone for what happens around the world. Whatever we do in America the other english bloc countries and the europeans are going to follow and if we don't have strong leadership in america if we're not setting the the example if we don't have world leaders taking notice of that if they see weak leadership in the united states well then they're not going to take it seriously and Quite frankly, they're not going to be able to do business with us. Everybody wants to do business with us. Everybody wants uh-huh. to do business with America. But if you've got America that's not giving a damn about their own people, well, then why the rest? Why should the rest of the world? You're certainly not going to get caring leadership for a population of people from China. So I wouldn't argue that they are a, uh, a beacon of light and hope uh, as far as uh, leadership and and good treatment of their population. But the United States, we've been more than enough of a shining example of that since our inception. Now, granted, we haven't been perfect right? We've had our own problems, a lot of them. And we've got our fair share of problems now. There is no denying that. But uh, that's due to the fact that we've had a system that has created so much wealth and so much prosperity that we just got lazy. We got decadent. That's what's happened. I mean, I, I hate to say it like that, but um, but that's what's happened. We've allowed ourselves to just sit back and focus on things that don't matter, like uh, entertainment and sports and, and everything else, whatever. Uh, and food and gizmos and toys and everything else. And no one seems to care about what has happened. And as a result, we're declining uh, in that respect. Now, is that to say that it's not going to come back? No. No, it's not to say that, but we've got a lot of work ahead of us if we're going to fix any of this. And we're going to right any of these wrongs. But I'm getting ahead of myself here. Southwest Airlines—they are conducting an internal investigation into a recently reported event that will address the situation directly with any employee involved. You hear this? Any employee involved? Anybody that's found to be involved with this is going to suffer consequences. <laughs> a Southwest airline. Po- I want you guys to hear this crime, okay? And I want you to—I want you to examine the severity. Of what this individual did, a Southwest Airlines pilot was heard to say, let's go, Brandon, on the intercom of an airplane. How, how is that
1: offensive? So
0: all the screw trumps were okay, but the let's go, Brandon is bad. Yes, you got it. In a statement okay. on Twitter, Southwest Airlines has said the following. Southwest does not condone employees sharing their personal political opinions while on the job serving our customers, and one employee's individual perspective should not be interpreted as the viewpoint of Southwest and its collective 54,000 employees. Southwest is conducting an internal investigation into the recently reported event and will address the situation directly with any employee involved while continuing to remind all employees that public expression of personal opinions while on duty is unacceptable. Just so I understand, okay, speaking to Southwest, and I've flown Southwest before, good rates, good service, all the rest of it. I've flown Southwest before. It's not okay for an employee of your business to express themselves in a political manner, but it's okay for you as a business to express yourself in a political manner down onto the employee's and I'm speaking of the vaccine mandates, because let's be honest, that's become political. So that's okay. But an employee, one employee that stands up and does that, that's not okay. I'd say have a nice day. Here's my resignation. I'll go fly somewhere else. One of the other airlines that will leave me alone and let me do my job.
2: To be fair, when it comes to products or services, Typically, unless the product or service is specifically meant to be, um, political in nature, um, I really don't give an F about your political views. Mm -hmm. Um, if, if I'm on a flight or I'm on a, I don't care about what the captain believes. I don't care what the attendant believes politically, religiously, any of those kind of things. That is not, you, you, you do you boo that 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 that's what just did you're you really providing just a service that? to me did, did I, I really, really just, just said that, that. <laughs> yes yes i i'm there for the service the product whatever it is i don't care about any of that other stuff now if we're having a discussion now uh, you know I, I i'll care about those things but when i'm buying a product or a service I don't care I don't care what your gender is I don't care what your sexual orientation is I don't care what your political beliefs are your religion any of that I'm there for the product that's it so to be fair I don't care that the pilot said let's go brandon though I agree with the sentiment I would say that that's not the place for it so as a as a business owner I would say look you're you're free to have the, your opinions. You're entitled to that, but not on my dime. You keep your mouth shut about politics and that kind of stuff when you're on the clock. That's my that's my take on it. Uh, if you don't okay. like it, all right. find, you know, go, go go somewhere else. OK,
0: all right, fine, fine. But uh, it, I, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. You're, you're allowed to, you're allowed to think that way. But at the same time, it's OK for the company to take a political stance and force uh, a political agenda on its employees. You don't have to work for that company, do you? No, you don't. No, I, and, and that's what I said. If you, if you don't like my stance on something, then I will just go somewhere else. But I'm, I'm just saying for, for the sake of, uh, for the Does sake the of the employee represent the
1: ideas of the
0: company. I'm sorry. I, I don't see the relevance when it comes to forcing you to take an experimental medical
2: product uh, against your will to, you don't have to, to, work there. to be fair. Uh, I, both of your points are, um, viable. In my mind, by that, I mean, as a business, technically, you do have the right to demand those things. I mean, depending on the state, granted, depending on the state, because some states have a right to work policy and some states have a right to fire. So uh, in, in some places that won't fly. But in places like Texas, Oklahoma, those kind of states, they can fire you for whatever reason they want uh, they don't have to give you a reason. They can just say you're fired and that's it. That's you, you can't sue them. Nothing. That's it. Uh, unless there's a contract involved and it's a wrongful termination legitimately, in which case that's a different scenario. But anyway, this is an experimental drug. Uh, it has not been cleared. Uh, it is not safe a hundred percent of the time. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm generally when it comes to your individual health, that's your own choice. That said, if the company says, uh, we require employees to have this vaccine or this health status. I'm of the opinion that's the choice of the company, and you as the employee. Um, if you don't like that policy, go work somewhere else. And uh, as as much as I, I, uh, you know, it's going to hurt people. Um, if the employees of the company don't like that policy, maybe you guys should get together, and maybe you guys should, I don't know, have a sick day or something, and and call in sick all on the same time. Uh, and put some hurt on the company and make it clear that we're not for these kind of things. Maybe, maybe you guys should get together and do something like that if you all agree that it's wrong. Um, there's other ways to uh, convince companies that their actions are wrong. You, you
0: mean like American Airlines? Yeah, you know, they've canceled two thousand four hundred <laughs> yeah. flights since friday because of strong wind now it's only affected that one airline has <laughs> it hasn't affected any other airline they, 2, they 1, don't train flights. their
2: pilots they don't train their pilots to properly fly in strong winds so you know clearly, what i mean you, you know. know what You might be joking about that, but I can tell you for a fact that
0: that and it it could just be that it was just a horrible, horrible uh, flight. But I flew. uh, I was coming across the Atlantic uh, one time and I flew American Airlines. It was the one and only time I flew American Airlines international and I will never do it again. I kid you not. I flew from uh, where the hell did I fly from? I flew from Chicago to uh, Frankfurt. And it was literally like riding a roller coaster out of gravel road for nine hours. It was horrible. It was awful, that turbulence. Okay, so can we get this pilot again and let me know the route? Because that sounds like <laughs> a lot of fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. You know how you normally want to sleep on the way over, GP? You know how you, you do when you fly to Europe? You, you want to sleep on the way over. So when you, cause you take off over there at night, you land here in the morning. So mm. you want to get some sleep on the plane. The red eyes. Yeah. That's what I wanted to do. But when you're doing this... You know, for, for eight, oh, man, nine that puts hours. Me right oh my God. It was awful. Except for
1: my blurps of did
0: the wing just fall off? What? Oh what? my god, it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. Worst flight I've ever had.
2: And you're the one with the window seat, right? GP?
0: Oh, yeah, always I always have the window <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: seat. And I'm like the though i some moments I have moments where if I'm annoyed while well, I Which is always sitting there. No, I am not. No, but while I'm sitting there as a as a passenger and then I get people leaning over to look out my window, I will just look at them in the eye and just close the window ever so (laughs) you're (laughs) one of those.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, make eye contact, assert dominance. I make straight eye contact
1: and just "Mm mm-hmm. Okay. And then just lay my head to (laughs) the side. I uh, you know, you can look out the window. Yeah. I don't mind you looking out the window. It really does not bother. But when you lean over and you're in my, you invade my space. Yeah. It bothers me.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, GP, you, you were know. always one of those people that would wear an N95 on the planes. I
1: did. Before. I did. Before yes, all of before this. Yes, before COVID. Yes, I did. Yes. And
0: you then the second
1: me. the second they said <laughs> you like, had <laughs> to wear masks, I was like, God damn it. I don't want to I don't, don't want to do wear it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But it was weird it was a weird yeah situation. But, but you yes. did you did because I did I did I, for years I, I remember you tell years I remember you years. telling me about that years and years ago and I'm like really mm-hmm. you said yeah Absolutely. man do you do you have any idea how disgusting the cabins of planes are. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a good point. That is a really good point. And you I, you would change them out every, what was it, like every hour or something uh, when you were on? Hey, no, I thought every four or five hours. Whatever. Four or five. Yeah. yeah, OK. But yeah, I, I thought that was really sometimes fun.
1: They'd go, sometimes they go the whole flight if I was asleep.
0: They, uh-huh.
1: they made the whole flight, man. <laughs> you actually on. slept with one on? Oh, my God, yes.
0: OK. Yeah. All right. I have well. actually
1: switched over to more the surgical when it when when I was sleeping it was it's harder with the n95s because they the uh-huh. moisture and stuff, yeah, yeah. It, it makes it hard to breathe but I would switch over to surgical masks
0: mm-hmm. yeah just the like the
1: normal real surgical masks, masks not these single tissue paper oh surgical masks <laughs> they claim these work <laughs> you, no. you mean the ones with like the those sequence even, all it,
0: over them and the you know the the design yeah, yeah. and the smiley faces and and everything yeah, to yeah, yeah, say yeah, let's nah, go yeah. Brandon on them <laughs> they those don't.
1: Yeah. Those yeah, don't yeah, work. Yeah. Well, well, I think the Let's Go Brandon ones actually seem to be a little bit more effective.
0: Yeah. <laughs> actually, I saw somebody get on an airplane the other day. They said, do you think this mask will be OK to wear? They they put it up online. And they, do you think this will be OK to wear? And it said this mask is as useless as Joe Biden.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's kind of our presidency in
0: general anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But- OK, uh, GP, do we get you tomorrow as well since you're watching paint dry uh, tomorrow too or no?
1: I could not tell you whether I'm watching paint dry, or fishing, or boating, or motorcycle uh-huh. riding. In fact, I'm probably going to go
0: motorcycle riding. Okay, all right. This, this yeah. state,
1: there's a lot to see in this state. It's amazing. There, there is this a lot to see. Yeah, just, in California, your closed-up, hold-up, Gestapo-style lifestyle. It's not, it's not that bad, but it, it's it's pretty rough because you have to be very careful everywhere you go whether being robbed or assaulted or verbally
0: assaulted or whatever it may be. Scammed out of $20 at a gas station somewhere.
1: Yes. Chase them down for three hours. What?
0: all right i got scammed yeah. out of 50 i bought a pair of shoes online and it turned out to be it was like one of the ebay deals it turned out not to be the uh oh, the right things but you know what at least i got a product out of it and paypal took care of it so
1: oh they did I, yeah. i've always wondered that if does paypal really take care of that when somebody
0: they they do time? they'll they'll go to fight for you on your behalf but you have to uh send this stuff back at your expense so it's like you know oh, we'll, we'll, we'll refund you the full you know they'll ask you how much you want back and they'll refund you the full if you can prove that there's a good reason behind it so for example i didn't get the product that i ordered and i can prove it uh and i didn't get i didn't get the i was charged by one retailer and i got something sent from another so and i was able to prove that so as a result Mm. they gave me the thing uh, they gave me the refund but uh in all i'm gonna lose i think like 20 bucks uh, out of the deal because i have to send it i have to send it back at my expense Mm -hmm. so there is wow yeah But it is what it is. Anyway, all right. uh, We are going to have to go. So thank you guys for being here today. Uh, It's been a fantastic conversation as always. So for those of you not signed up to our Telegram page, get over there and get signed up to us. We do put out all of our podcasts we do here every day. We also do an exclusive podcast once a week for our Telegram subscribers. But we put that exclusive podcast out again the following Monday for those that are not signed up to us. But when you do get signed up to us over there, you get access to our news feed. You get the videos of everything we talked about here today, uh, as well as news stories in relating topics and matters. And you also get access to our comment section. Also, if you'd like to reach out to us, you can do so anytime by dropping us an email at at protonmail.com. And we would ask you to pass this along to friends, family, and known as associates. We are trying to grow, but we do need your help in order to do that. So if you could pass us along, we'd appreciate that. We're available everywhere you get your podcasts. Also, if you're rating podcasts, you give us a rating when you get a chance. We'd appreciate that as well. Five stars would be a plus. Thank you very much. All right, that's it for today. Thank you for being here today, Bruce. Thank you for being here today, GP. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.